Now for the big cholinergics, we have neostigmine and pyridiostigmine. These are given to patients with MG, that myasthenius gravis. These clients get too dry and in result lack mobility and lack the strength to move since they have tons of muscle cramping. So we call myasthenius gravis dryasthenius gravity. Since the lack of strength and mobility, like a big weight is weighing on them. Now, this is sort of like a tin man from Wizard of Oz, who needs to be lubed up to move. So clients in the same way get so dry that they can't see, pee, spit, or poop, and even move. So we basically get massive anticholinergic effects with myasthenius gravis, dryasthenius. So with neostigmine, this drug helps to lube up the body with secretions. So the memory trick, just think stigmine or stigmine, secretions are mine with the stigmines. And so the body gets super wet and wild. Now the big side effect to note is this drug can work too well and add too much secretions with the stigmines, causing a huge flood of fluid inside the body. It's kind of like secretion faucets are held wide open. So the patient gets wet and wild like a water park. Yoo-hoo! Now, this is called a cholinergic crisis. Basically, cholinergic crisis is a secretion crisis with a cholinergic crisis. We see lots of C, lots of P, lots of spit, and lots of sh poop. So basically, an increase in pupil constriction. We get a lot of tears called lacrimation. Salivation, we have drooling, and sweating, we have diaphoresis. And as far as sh poop, we get a lot of diarrhea and even some nausea and vomiting. Now, to stop this cholinergic crisis and to turn off these secretions, we just give an anticholinergic. Just think it's anti-secretion with an anticholinergic. So the antidote to know is atropine, the most famous anticholinergic here. So just think atropine ends in tropine or tropine. So think you can't pee with the tropine. These anticholinergics work by turning off the PNS, that rest and digest, to stop the secretions, and turn on the SNS, that fight and flight, which makes the heart rate go crazy high. Now, what do the HESI have to say about the stigmines? Well, the first thing they had to say was, we anticipate the drug to treat this myasthenius gravis is neostigmine. And secondly, a patient being managed for myasthenic crisis develops asthma, we have to decrease or discontinue this pyridiostigmine. Now, you have to be thinking to yourself, why though? Well, just think about the patho here. Asthmatics, we have bronchoconstriction, very tight lungs. The last thing we really want is wet and wild lungs. So we want to turn off that faucet and discontinue the wet. Now, the last two points that Hesse mentions is a patient with anticholinergic toxicity, we give phosphostigmine. So it works both ways here. If we have too much dry with an atropine, we give the wet secretions in the stigmines. Now, the last point here was medication effectiveness of a stigmine. So absence of muscle cramps and adequate vision without diplopia. So just think of the main tin man from The Wizard of Oz. We want our patients to get lubed up and walk around without muscle cramps and have more movement as well as correct vision here. 
Now, the ATI had mentioned about adverse effects. We get pupil constriction, difficult with visual accommodations, as well as atropine is given for cholinergic crisis caused by excessive amounts of neostigmine. And lastly, the Kaplan states that client with pyridiostigmine having salivation, lacrimation, and urination, we notify the HCP. Since all these things screams a cholinergic crisis, so all those secretions. So guys, just remember for your exams, stigmines or stigmines cause too much secretions from all that cholinergic effects. 